0: Hey, thanks for tuning in to What's the Sitch with Chrissy Dress. Happy Monday. Today is June 15th, 2020. If you haven't already liked, shared, or commented, most important, please do. That will help me to grow this podcast and give you guys better podcasts in the future. (laughs) So, over the weekend, I shared a picture on my personal social media of a mammogram machine. That picture was taken December 24th, 2019. So, I wanted to give you guys a bit of a backstory from there and how I got to that picture, how I got to December 24th, 2019. Now, when sharing this picture on my social media... I was a little taken aback by all the comments and, you know, concerns and um, prayers, which I am grateful for and so thankful that I have so many people in my corner. So thank you if that was one of you and decided to follow this podcast. Now, the reason why I did share that picture first and foremost is because currently today I am in a good space. Um, I'm almost out of the woods, but we'll talk about all that another day. So thanks again for tuning in, and let's talk about how we got to that picture. So let's see. I met my husband about four and a half years ago. Yes, we, uh, if you guessed it, met online. (laughs) We met online through an app called Okay, Cupid. It's so funny because he's actually still in my phone as Raj OKC. <laughs> he's asked me before, which I think he's given up now, if I was ever going to change the name. And I said, Of course not. he will always be Raj OKC to me. <laughs> Poor guy. Little back then did he know what he was really getting into. So we met online and we chatted for several months or sorry, not months, weeks, and um, we decided to meet after a month of chatting, give or take. And it was New Year's Eve day. We both had our own um plans for that evening, so it was perfect, because if we didn't like each other, we could just make the excuse that, hey, I gotta go. I, it takes me a long time to shampoo my hair, and, you know, it's New Year's Eve, <laughs> so... We actually met at a taco joint in um, downtown Philadelphia, Fairmount, which was easy peasy because it was kind of like, um like a Kodobo st- style setup. You could just order and then go. It's not like it was a sit down, drawn out dinner or anything like that. So it was perfect. So we decided to meet there and we had some tacos and we each had a cerveza and we hit it off we actually liked each other so much that we decided to go to the bar across the street and have a second drink and just continue the conversation that was at kite and key for you guys who are familiar with philadelphia (laughs) so we chatted for a bit more and then after that decided to go our own separate ways because you know New Year's Eve was upon us, and we needed to get ready for our respective parties. And the next day, I ended up texting him and said, hey, do you want to go to Chickie and Pete's? And he said, (laughs) text back, yes, what's Chickie and Pete's? (laughs) Obviously not a Philly native. (laughs) So he came to my apartment and picked me up, and we went to go have king crab legs, and cheese fries (laughs) and a beer I believe and then since then we were attached at the hip um I took it really slow with him because I knew there was something special about him and I just wanted to make sure not to trip up so that's where we started (laughs) and about eight months later out of nowhere, I decided to open up Cure, which is a day spa. So I decided that I wanted to start my own business. And I did a walkthrough of this 650 square foot space. And I said, that's it. I'm going to do it. And I signed the lease. I gave them a makeshift business proposal. and then they gave me the keys. I signed a three-year contract, and my boyfriend at the time, who is now my husband, pretty much flipped his lid. Uh, He is a numbers person, a finance guy, and was like, you do not even have a proper business plan in place. How are you going to do this? How are you going to get money? How are you going to get supplies? How are you going to get machines? He was stressing me out right from the jump. I said, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. I'll just light some incense (laughs) and meditate on it, and it will all work out. (laughs) Completely two different mindsets. So, how it did work out? Oh, well, lots of stress. Maxed out my credit cards. Thank God for my father who did help me, um, you know, put down some money. However, it's all on me, I'm paying it all back. But the pieces of the puzzles just kind of fell into place and it all worked out. So, so thank God. And my boyfriend stuck by me. If anything was going to break us up, that would have definitely been it. Because the highs and lows that comes with opening a business. Oh my goodness. I, I guess I would imagine it would be like having a child. You know, you can plan, plan, plan and You know, I had just recently graduated from um, college with my uh, bachelor of science. I went back to school for my bachelor's because I only had my associates. So before opening the spa and before meeting Raj and all that, I was already working full time and I wanted to get my four year degree because I kept on applying to these different jobs and I was working downtown as an esthetician and I wanted to do more. I wanted to be a trainer or get into a larger company. And I had eight plus years of experience, but everybody would just look over me because I only had an associate's. I'm competing with people with bachelors and masters. And so I said, I'm just going to put myself back through school. So before I met Raj, I was single for about three and a half years. And that's exactly what I did. I just concentrated on myself, put myself through school. and worked full time. And so that did kind of set me up to have you know, going to business school, somewhat of a business plan because each project in school I would use for the beauty industry. And every time I stood up in front of the class to give my, you know, presentation, whatever class it may be, let's say marketing or what have you, you know, everybody else would do their project on Boeing or Walmart or, you know, Tesla, um, these big conglomerate companies, and I would always do it on a beauty company, whether it be Avon, Mary Kay, or, you know, Estee Lauder. (laughs) Excuse me. (coughs) And when I would get up in front of the class, everybody would roll their eyes. Oh God, we're going to talk about makeup for 40 minutes. But I will say, I did impress everybody. And at the end of the day, they all came out learning something. The beauty industry is a billion-dollar industry. Multi-billion-dollar industry. So I tortured my classmates. (laughs) So anywho, getting back to when I opened up Cure. It was about eight months after I met Raj, like I said, when I opened up without a plan. I have the keys in my hand and, you know, just started painting the walls and, and looking into how to get machines and different lines that I really wanted to work with or that I loved, um, a POS system, just all these things that nobody really teaches you and you just kind of got to learn Along the way, like I said, I have a business degree, but just like having a baby, like I said, (laughs) doesn't come with a manual. So fast forward a year after that, we went to Spain to celebrate a large birthday for me. I was turning 40. It's a big birthday. So Raj and I decided to go to Spain for 12 days. We left the spa behind, and it was operating pretty well on its own. And the girls that were on my team helped to keep it running while I was away, and it didn't burn to the ground. So that's a good thing. That's a good sign. <laughs> and uh, when we were in Spain, Raj and I, we went to Madrid, and then we went to Sevilla, Tarifa. And Malaga. And once we hit Malaga, I was like, this would be a beautiful place to get married. Not that I ever thought of getting married. (laughs) But we had a blast in Spain. And when we were there, we decided, you know what? Let's just throw caution to the wind. We're already together for about a year and eight months. Give or take. And we decided to start, quote unquote, trying. Why not? We weren't engaged, we weren't married, we were boyfriend-girlfriend, but we were old enough to know that we were going to be together for a long time. So we figured, why not? Let's start trying. So then a year later, we were still trying, and we started to go to fertility, We started with some tests. I made Raj go first because there was nothing wrong with me. I mean, come on. (laughs) It had to be him. And we were trying to figure out why couldn't we get pregnant. Because it was kind of weird. I mean, we weren't being so planned. But um, I did download an app. So I knew when I was, you know, ovulating and things like that. And, um, you know... We should have gotten pregnant, so to speak. Um, so he went to Penn Fertility here in Philadelphia and got tested. And he came out with flying colors. So then it was my turn. I was like, oh boy. And I went in and I was like, there's no way, there's no way anything's wrong with me. This is crazy. It can't be me. So I went in and got tested. And I came out with flying colors. Nothing was wrong with me either. So we were one of those couples that fell into the category where there's no scientific finding or explanation. And they just treat you like you're infertile. And about 20% of couples experience this. And we were one of those 20%. So we figured, okay, let's try it let's try IUI. My doctor wanted me to go straight to IVF because my numbers were so good. She didn't want them to dip out. And, you know, IVF was more of a surefire uh, way in her in her uh, respect. So we went ahead and we did IUI because insurance mandated that we had to do six IUIs, to get to IVF. So for those of you who aren't familiar with this, IUI is late fertility. And so we decided to do six rounds, but we spread it out over a year because you are injecting yourselves, yourself with hormones. And, you know, besides running a business, trying to have somewhat of a social life, um, you know, networking, it just becomes a lot. Um, besides time for yourself. So I decided to split it up. So we did six IUIs over the year. On and off, on and off. And for those of you who do know, it can be kind of taxing. You know, and it can be sad. It can be a bit depressing. But I have to admit, at least two of them in there, I was happy that I didn't come back pregnant because I was so busy and overwhelmed with life itself. I wouldn't be able to have dealt with being pregnant on top of it. Now somewhere in there, we did get engaged. We did buy a house. And we did get married in Mumbai, Bombay, India. (laughs) The only person that attended on my end was my best friend because it was so quick. We got engaged and then we got married, I believe, four months later. So a lot has transpired during all this time. And magical, wonderful, not without fights for sure, but with IUI, that was definitely Unsuccessful. So that led us to ticking off boxes and saying, all right, now we tried a year to get pregnant on our own. We tried about a year of IUI, and now we're going to start IVF. So, give or take, it was about three years of trying to get pregnant. And we went to go start IVF, the process. We were going to start IVF January 2020. And I had to get a mammogram. That was one of the boxes that you had to tick in order to be allowed to move forward to do IVF. It's one of the protocols. So I skipped down to pen Fertility thinking, all right, My first mammogram, let me just go ahead and get this over with. The holidays are upon us. It's our busy time at the spa. We have friends coming from India. We're going upstate to go stay with my father. And we also are going to New York City for New Year's Eve. So lots of stuff happening. And so I went in for a mammogram. And something got flagged. I got a call. Miss Dress, you have to come back for a second mammogram. We're sure it's nothing, but we just want to be sure. Okay, great. Well, that made me a little bit nervous um, (laughs) because no news is good news. And so I decided to go back on December 24th, 2019, because before then I was so crazy with the spa offering services, selling gift cards, and just trying to optimize the business because that's the busy season, right? And of course I'm healthy. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm young. I'm not sick. Never have been. Don't even have allergies. I don't even take Tylenol. If I have a headache, I'll drink water uh, probably because I'm dehydrated. So that was my mindset. I said, all right, fine. On December 24th, I'll go back and get my 3D mammogram. It's fine. But until then, I have to really take care of the business. There's no way I can leave. So here comes December 24th, 2019. I go in for my second mammogram. And it's, like I said, a 3D mammogram. So this one is a little bit more in depth. And they can see, you know, the anterior and a bit deeper. And, um, I had the mammogram, and it did come back what they call spiculated. So there is a small mass. And so usually if you have a mammogram and there's a small mass, if the outside is smooth-looking, like a circle, then you're usually fine. It's usually benign. They may take a biopsy of it and send it to the lab just to make sure the fluid is non-cancerous. But mine, on the other hand, was speculated. What that means is that it looks like a star, like a starburst, when you look at it really close. And so um, they looked at it really close, and it was speculated. It was super tiny, super small. Thank God for modern medicine. And thank God we were going to start um, IVF, because I would have never found it. I didn't feel it. I didn't have nipple discharge. I didn't have any of the symptoms that are out there. I was very tired. I will tell you that. But with everything that I just told you, wouldn't you be exhausted? I figured it was just my age and I was running myself into the ground with running this business and trying to keep social and everything above, right? Be a a good wife. I figured, ah, it's just getting older. I'm just getting tired. But that wasn't it. So then I needed a biopsy and they said, all right, we'll see you in two weeks. And thank God my husband came with me because I was so out of my mind. I just wasn't present. I wasn't there. And so I said, okay, I'll see you in two and a half weeks. And I started to leave. I went and grabbed my husband who was in the waiting area And he said, what's going on? Like, you know, fill me in. And I told him, I said, all right, we're going to do a biopsy in two, two and a half weeks. He said, are you kidding me? And my husband is amazing because he is calm, cool, and collected. He's not one of those abrupt type, but he gets things done. (laughs) So he said, no, no, let's go back. So he walked us back into where the doctors were and all that into, um, the scheduling area. And he said, well, I would like to speak with a doctor who's on staff. And so she came out and she said, well, I'm so sorry, but you know, there, there are other people who, who do need biopsies and, and who are sick as well, or, you know, may be sick, may not because nothing's concluded at this point. And I'm just, Oh my God. I am like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm panicking. I'm like, these other people you know and of course I always feel so bad these other people are so much more sick like they should go like I can wait two weeks it's not a big deal and Raj said okay so we'll be back tomorrow at noon (laughs) they said no sir I don't think you understand like two two and a half weeks that's when we can schedule you and he said oh no no he said tomorrow at noon is good and they just looked at him And he said, well, that's fine. We'll just sit here in this room. If you could give us every single place in Penn that has radiology that can do a biopsy, you can just give us the list. And in the meanwhile, we will sit here on the internet and start to look outside of Penn and who has radiology and who can do biopsies as well. And they said, "Well, we really don't recommend you going outside of Penn, and you know we really want you to have the best care and and all of this and so we sat in the room and about three minutes to five minutes passed, and the head scheduling nurse came back and said, "'All right, Mrs. Dress. We'll see you tomorrow at twelve noon and I just looked at my husband and he smiled and he said, "'Thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow at noon so then we left. And I just, you know, Christmas Eve was just not in a good place. (laughs) And for you that know me, Christmas is never easy for me anyhow, because my youngest brother passed away the day after Christmas, 17 years ago, from a bike accident. So anyhow, I woke up the next day, and I believe it was about 12 noon. We headed back down to Penn University to radiology, and I was getting a biopsy. If you guys have never had a biopsy before, oh my goodness. I just, I pray for you. It is not fun. So I had no clue what to expect. You know, I'm young, I'm healthy. Getting all this information is like a ton of bricks, So I go into the back room with the nurse. She's so super sweet. She's so caring. Although I pray to God that I never see her again in my life. (laughs) Not in that situation anyhow. And so then the head of radiology came in who was very informative and had a good bedside manner. And so what they do is they take this needle And they go in and they extract a little bit of fluid out of that teeny little uh, mass. And they're going to send it away. And they're going to test it to see if it comes back as cancerous. Then what they're going to do is they go back in and they have a clip. And what that does is it's this tiny little marker that they put inside of you that will show up in a mammogram. Or, God forbid, in the future, you need to have surgery and you need it removed. That's a marker. They can see it. So then he went back in and put a clip. The pain was excruciating. I screamed and I felt so bad. I was apologizing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I'll tell you what, it's pretty damn intense if you've never had a biopsy. At least for me, it was. I don't know if I'm just a baby in my old age. <laughs> and I don't have teenage angst anymore. No longer do I have a belly button ring or my tongue pierced. So <laughs> I I don't know if I'm just weak, but it's not fun. I'll let you guys know.